0: Three, two, one, welcome back to the Wish Now Project, where we're reading through Scripture, through the Bible, trying to encourage us to be in God's Word daily, reading it, and definitely reading through all of it, sometimes in a year, sometimes however long it takes you. I think it's good to read through the whole Bible at least every three years. And taking different parts of it and really diving deep. And if you're new to reading the Bible or struggling, again, my my advice to you is to pick a short letter and read it over and over again. For instance, Philippians, Colossians, Ephesians, all great letters. They're, uh, what, four, five, and six chapters long. Or to read the gosp- one of the Gospels, like the Gospel of Mark, and just read it over and over again until you know what's coming up next because you've read it so many times you'll get better at reading scripture better at reading all together and it's just really good for our soul and then the other thing is that we should always read prayerfully asking the holy spirit to guide us as we read it and this is a a good part of the bible to really get guidance from the scripture i mean from the spirit because much of this is the law, and we are now bound by grace, not by the law, but it is the law that helps us to know where we are off, where we are wrong, and so we do ask for the Holy Spirit to help us even as we read this, as we hear this, that the Spirit may guide us, that God may give us wisdom, and that maybe we may be richly fed in our spirit by God's Word. Amen? Amen. All right, so we're in Deuteronomy chapter 14, starting in verse 22. Try to read to the end here. It's pretty short. So here we go. You shall tithe all the yield of your seed that comes from the field year by year. And before the Lord your God, in the place that he will choose to make his name dwell there, you shall eat the tithe of your grain, of your wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and flock, that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. And if the way is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry the tithe, then the Lord your God, that the Lord your God, when the Lord your God blesses you, because the place is too far from you, which the Lord your God chooses to set his name there, then you shall turn it into money and bind up the money in your hand and go to the place that the Lord your God chooses and spend the money for whatever you desire, oxen or sheep or wine or strong drink, whatever your appetite craves. And you shall eat there before the Lord your God and rejoice and you and your household. And you shall not neglect the Levite who is within your towns, for he has no position or inheritance with you. At the end of every three years, you shall bring out all the tithe of your produce in the same year and lay it up within your towns. And the Levite, because he has no portion or inheritance with you, and the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow who are within your towns shall come and eat and be filled, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands that you do. And that's the end of chapter 14. We'll stop there. It's going on with some of the stuff about the tithe, but it gets into the the year of Jubilee. Um, so a couple of things, you know. It's One, it's realizing that, obviously, they're going to set up the Temple of Jerusalem. It's going to be a while, and so how do they continue to worship? Well, one of the things is they, they bring the tithe, which is 10%, um, and of their grain, of their grapes, which is the wine, their oil, and their, their – oh, excuse me – their animals <clears throat> that are – clean and that is all to provide for a a great feast or a big meal and they are to include when they feed their own family with this include the Levites and include the poor or even the sojourner and it's a you know they're not bringing it because God needs it God doesn't need any of this they are providing for the priests, the Levites, and they are providing for the poor as God tells them to, and the needy. The widow is mentioned, the orphan, or the fatherless. That's what makes you an orphan is me, biblically is to lose your father. So a child who has lost their father, but not their mother, they are an orphan, and their mother is a widow. A child who loses both their mother and father is still a wit is still an orphan. Um, but what makes you An orphan is the death of your father, so biblically. And so these people are the people that we as the church should always be looking to help. And I don't know that we do a very good job of that. And so if all those who call themselves believers in Jesus Christ actually did tithe, and again, we're under grace, not under law, but if we did tithe, just 10%, we would be able to feed the world and we would have no problem being able to staff up priests levites whatever you want to call them your music ministers your uh, organ and piano players all those things there there would be no shortage of funds needed for this and this is what happens with the israelites too every time they get sidetracked and then all of a sudden the levites are out in the field trying to fend for themselves because people aren't doing what god instructed them to do so Again, God is into every detail. He's very detailed-minded. So the idea that God got everything started and left is so ridiculous. He is very detailed-oriented. Every moment of every day, throughout all of time, and then time, He's not confined by time. God is not, but He's given us time for us, so that me, so that we don't go insane, really. So time is for. For us here on the planet, it is not something God needs. And just like God doesn't need our tithe, the tithe is something we get to do. It's an act of worship, it's a part of the worship, and we bring it, and it becomes part of the feast with others, especially with those who are dependent on us as we are dependent on God. So we may get – Americans, we may get very – self-reliant. And that self-reliance leads to thinking we don't need God, right? But we do. We very much do. So let's get focused on God and let's be thinking about how are we doing in the area of providing for those who have need? Do we know some widows and orphans and poor and are we taking care of them? Do we know some people that are dedicating their whole lives to to ministering to the church through this you know being godly men who lead the church as elders or through the area of music which we see established clearly here in the old testament and since jesus didn't really change that aspect the question is okay well music's still a gift from god he wants to be worshiped one of the things that we're told in ephesians and colossians colossians is to sing to one another spiritual songs and hymns so music should be something that's being trained we should be raising up our children to sing and to praise God and to and to worship right so let's stay focused really on what God has us to do and maybe we wouldn't be so focused on things we shouldn't be focused on God bless you guys hope you have a good day